Boom, we're back. Yes, you heard it here first. I just called to say we in here. Pick up your phone and welcome to I Just Called to Say. We are the reliving and truth telling podcast where folks call in, confront, and set the record straight on stories that have stuck with them throughout time. But don't get it twisted. We also talk about Bravo almost every episode. We talk about Bravo every episode, let's be honest. That's <laughs> my best friend. How is she not supposed to come up? Okay, especially during quarantine, if you are not a Bravo bitch by this point or a Bravo boy, what are you doing? I just called to say, remember when I just called to say, thank you for that time. I just called to say, I'm Megan. I'm one of your hostesses, and I'm joined by. I'm Colleen. Rest Cedarberg. I'm in the process of changing that. Wait, are you going to change your last name? Yeah, it's just hard to remember. Like sometimes I'll nail it like a hostess, but then other times I won't. I feel like there's like a lot of paperwork involved. Like every online shopping form, it's just not going to get changed overnight. It's going to be. <laughs> as I feel ready. That's me, like when I get a new phone, like I don't mm-hmm. like update my accounts on everything to like just go ahead and be logged in on the new phone. I'm like, as I need it, I'll get yes. to it. And maybe I don't need the 17 apps that I download because I think I'm gonna change my life by Monday, the app. Or I really think I'm gonna do this at-home workout app. Okay, I did this thing where I, I think I paid $200 for an app. Um, which I do regret that Wait, investment. You want, did you say you paid $200 for an app? I think so. Yes. Is this an app you're creating? Um, no, oh, no, nope. this is an app that already exists and it just is guided meditation and yogas, which you could also just YouTube for free. But since I paid so much money for it, I do use it almost every day. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm about to buy to myself a account and I'm going to be really excited about it. Please tell me how that goes because I'm tempted by that commercial almost every day. The moment you put Issa Rae on anything for me, I'm like, boom, bam, sign me up. Okay, with that being said, also, don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts. You can follow us at I Just Called to Say on Instagram and you can subscribe and like and follow this podcast anywhere podcasts can be heard, okay? Don't forget. I'm glad I did that for us. You're welcome. It was like, while it was on my mind, I'm like, Issa Rae. I need to be on level. <laughs> Promote this shit. I found myself watching old episodes of her YouTube series, Awkward Black Girl. And I was like, okay, we're just in our awkward podcast stage. And I'm okay with that. But we're going to be Embracing huge it. one day. So tell me about tooth jewels that you were talking about the other day. I need <laughs> way more explanation. Okay. So... I got a tattoo recently. It was like a really cool, trendy place in Brooklyn. Of course, it was like Mm -hmm. Brooklyn. And uh, right across from the cool Brooklyn tattoo shop was this cute little trendy, like Brooklyn girl who was like, tooth jewels, tooth jewels. Oh my God. And she was literally putting jewels on teeth. Like it looks like braces. Have you seen- Like a super glue? They put it on braces. Colleen, I'm sorry. I have never seen anything like this. Like I was like, the line was so long for tooth jewels. And I'm just like. Yeah, like it's another kind of like slow appropriative thing that people are doing where they're like, you know, we started with Paul Wall entering in the grill 
Did you ever put aluminum foil in your mouth and pretend you had a grill? Anytime I drink. Anytime. I had gum. Now for me, that. Watch out, like a nut. Your style icon was Missy Elliott. So, of course, you were faking grill. This is a Missy Elliott. 100%. Do you remember uh, the show Hogan Knows Best? Yes. Brooke Hogan was like kind of like a pop star, social pop star. Yeah, and then she tried, she was like collabing with Paul Wall. That was like her move. She was like, I've actually made it because I'm now collabing with Paul Wall. And like in my heart of hearts, I was like, correct. Oh my God. She was on, I forgot what awards show was. It was like, oh man, it's like a it's like an award show that like viewers vote on and it like comes on on Fox. It was like a very like teen awards. The show. People's Choice Award. It might, is that the one where they hand out surfboards? I think that's the Teen Choice Award. Okay. It was that one. And she like. Teens get their own choice award. <laughs> and like she had like her surfboard and like her grill. And I just like remember like that iconic moment, like in my like youth, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. She like, made it. And she was just so tan and so blonde. Like she's like the epitome of like that like florida look and like that yes, was so florida country. and she openly talked about her extensions and she had a gay so best like she was just like yeah. what we all wanted to be god where's brooke hogan now i hope she married some like nfl player and has like four sons and they're all named colton like that's Let's what i hope for her. if we can find her on ig this isn't really giving me much on like what's going on with her actual life same her and of course she would be in Nashville Tennessee of course (laughs) she's moved up from Clearwater yeah I mean this is so hard because I feel like Nashville is like the new place for like cute girls to go to it's like it's no longer like Miami just the cute girl place it's like during the winter are the Kristen Cavallaries and Shannon Fords of Nashville Dude, I could not agree more. It's like where you go to go to a cute hotel, Nashville. Yeah. And you like where you go so you can like wear like your wide brim hats. I don't have a hat. I don't have a hat either. (laughs) Damn, dude, what happened? But you got the hair for a hat. You needed the hat, Colleen. I mean, it's like one of those things where sometimes people will be like, Colleen, like you're vegetarian, right? Or like you're vegan, right? It's like, no, I just look like it. It's like, I, I know that. Like, I know I, like, present that way, but, like, I know. I'm I my neck that. laughing at that. I'm so sorry. Can we, like, delve into the neck situation again? I made a comment to my neck yeah. because last week I got into, like, a really bad car accident and literally walked away with a neck brace. And I've been without a neck brace for possibly like 36 hours. So I'm just kind of like a still a little like new to everything. <laughs> Went to the chiropractor. They helped me out. I'm still not 100% there, but I'm feeling a little bit better. But... Who was the other person in the wreck? Oh my God, it was a hit and run. And first, the person was from New Jersey in Were North Myrtle just... Beach because their license plate fell off the car when they hit me. I'm like, karma's a bitch. Also, thank you for the license plate number. Thank you. Got it. Yeah. I was able to secure the license plate. <laughs> like literally this woman, like this innocent bystander was like, 
is this yours? She was like, it wasn't the person's down there. I was like, uh, no, that's the person who hit us then. Nope, but I'm going to need that. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. You will be avenged. Oh my God. I had this friend, like the first day she got her license, first day she comes to my house to like, be like, oh my God, I got my license. And then she leaves and she literally reverses just like straight out and hits my neighbor across the street's mailbox and proceeds to keep driving. Meanwhile, I'm watching this out of the window the entire time. So I call her and I'm like, hey, Emma, did you just hit my neighbor's mailbox? She was like, yeah, dude, I did it. She did not lie. That is so, like, I just deeply relate to that from, like, high school. Me would be like, I mean, like, me now would be fuck, 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 fuck. But, like. Oh, my God. Have you been watching, speaking of driving, there's, like, a scene in Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I hope uh you've been watching. Where they, like, go to, like, the racetrack. Yes. And this one woman is like talking about a big game about like how she's like, I drive a sports car, they're regular. She's like, I'm like really I love the need for speed. And she like gets yes. out of the And homegirl's like not even doing like 40. They were like, they lapped her twice. She's it's like background music for me. She like, I mean, the fact that she could have named three fast cars, like I'm like Ferraris are a fast car. Like it's just really not my love language. I don't like care about it at all. Um to go all along with the hat and the vegetarian thing, I drive a Subaru. So it's like all very much so like, I don't care. Also, like, you're the same girl who said, I think in season one, that police just drive up. Um, was it Fiat or either Volkswagen Beetles? You were like, those are the least aggressive cars. People will be They afraid. are the least aggressive. Yeah, people will be fine because they, they drive those freaking charger things. Those are the scariest cars on the planet. I see those in a public parking lot. And I'm like, okay, that man's here to rate me. Can we not have those cars? I Imagine getting those pulled cars. over by a Subaru. <laughs> I would be like, this is a practical person who probably likes to go on more hikes than I would prefer. Yeah, no, Solid Singer has been so good. I, I thought the finale was really good. I thought the music was pretty insane. Um, they may have lost touch there a little bit. I think Jen Shaw. Tried a little too hard first season. Mary Cosby is so <sighs> scary. She's scary, bro. The shaking. The shaking. The Something church is not. I don't think that Mary will be with us much longer. I think she's going to be wrapped up in a few court cases for the next couple of years because I think the IRS will be investigating. The skin bleaching alone is, is another reason for her it's not bleaching. to be there. I like went down a hole on that because I didn't even know, I guess like, I mean, my only understanding of someone that I, I've consumed in pop culture that has bleached her skin is obviously Michael Jackson. So Nicki Minaj, a lot of, Nicki Minaj. yes. And if you look at um shows on like VH1, like love and hip hop throughout those franchises, you can notice a good bit of skin bleaching going on. It's sad. Like it's more common in black culture than you think y'all. And that's why I was joking with Colleen. We were texting about this. And I was like, you got to look for the hands. It's always the hands because the hands yeah. don't match the face. Cause you can't get in like the knuckles and stuff. Or they, I don't think they pay for them. I think they're just, they're just like, just bleach from the neck up. Oh, they don't even get the hand. Okay. I now think about it. Ironically, conversely, when I get sprayed hands, <laughs> my hands always look horrible. Yeah, you gotta be really careful with those hands, you do. But I'm also like, but how do you wow. not look looking ashy? Yeah. That's a concern. I don't want, you don't wanna look ashy. 
Like, whatever you're going to do, just don't be ashy. You can't be black and ashy and still live your best life. That's a <laughs> because if I go out and I forget to put at lotion on my hands, I feel like I can't even like talk or shake hands with anyone. I'm like, don't talk to me. I'm not okay today. I forgot lotion. I will put karma like, on my knuckles. I actually do that to go back to that fancy like bomb thing. It's like very, very thick. And I've never once gotten an appropriate amount on my finger. And then I just start rubbing it into my knuckles. Cause I'm like, well, don't want to waste this expensive thing that I bought. <laughs> my hands are just $25. You said, okay, I'm in a hole now. I'm in a hole. I'm in a hole. Um, yeah. Mary, just her house, her, Linda. her son buying extravagant gifts for his high school girlfriend, her grandfather, needs. husband. It was just like, if, if there was one of those things and she was like a normal housewife, it'd be fine. But I think there's the layers of like red flags yeah. started to kind of pile up and it kind of became, I'm trying to think of another housewife that this has kind of happened with. What is the wife to Simon on New York City? Alex McCord. Yes. That's what Sarah gave me five. I, I feel you girl because they're too eccentric so so i'm like if yeah. you are on for another season you're not here to stay they just need you as like clickbait because yeah. too many weird things about them yeah it's francois and johan their sons and then he talked about how he came all over her back when she was giving birth we'll never forget that never forget that. They were so weird. And they were like teaching their kids French, even though they didn't like speak French. Was that correct? Yes, that was correct. But they weren't even like actively trying to learn how to speak French so they could speak to their kids. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what it is. It's like they like lack a certain amount of charisma where it's like something is just like off putting. It's like, I honestly think about it. It's like, honestly, she's like the opposite of someone like a Candy Burris or Dorinda until last season where they're just like so beloved that like, I mean, Candy can literally do anything. She opens all these restaurants and like, I want to go to them all. I'm like, I just like really stand what she does. And I feel the same way about like, I did until the, well, I still do feel about Dorinda. Agree. But like Dorinda could have like literally done anything. She was like a rageful alcoholic. And I'm still just like, that's fine. But honestly, Salt Lake, it's been a long time since a Bravo show has been brand new. And has had this kind of effect on me within the first season. Like, I'm like, 100%. first of all, I'm like, Salt Lake City, I only think of dance competitions in Mormons. And yep. they gave me beyond that. <laughs> like, they made Sundance look like something I need to attend from now. Honestly, I've always wanted to attend Sundance. But, like, now I want to attend it for different reasons. Now I want to attend it yeah. for glamour snowy glamour reason it is so okay i don't feel like i'm gonna come off very intelligent in this conversation but it was more snowy than i realized in salt lake city and i was like and people are like actively moving within the snow not wearing parkas <laughs> was my yeah. whitney rose was just wearing like a little sweater and i was like wow she must be like, a long sleeve blue jean good american jumpsuit and i was like that's all you have on? Jane Shaw had on open toe shoes. I have a confession. I think Jen Shaw is body goals. And I think that's what I need to change about myself. I love Jen Shaw's body. But call me crazy. Call me mean. That woman has no neck. I never even put that together when she was dancing. Yeah. yeah. That is exactly. Colleen, you are, that's the scene I am talking about. 
And sometimes at her confessional, she'll have jewelry on her neck. And I'm like, no, Jen. No, take it away. Take, take it, it away. off. We need it's to something about it. how like tiny it is, but then she has like those huge boobs. And I just like love it. And then I'm like, I I know this is a, uh, an auditory medium. So just for everyone's reference, I'm like 140 pounds, five seven and white. So I feel like getting to Jen Shaw will be a journey. <laughs> A shrimp. You need to. Shrimp. I'm pretty sure Jin Shaw is like five two. I know she's so itsy bitsy, but she's just so little. And she wears those little jumpsuits, and it's like that's what I'm going for. And I think that for the hot tub, I was like, oh, <laughs> hot tub. Okay, your little fur. Okay. She's kind of like a sentient brat doll, and I'm kind of into it. Honestly, that's probably like the best I mean, show of 2020 for me. Yeah, I was extremely entertained. I would say something charm was like super boring until the reunion. Um, this also toned down. Really like watch our own state suffer and act like Corona was a hurricane. It was like Corona hasn't hit us yet. I was like, what? That's not how this works. And like, I was like, okay, they're gonna do the Calhoun statue stuff. Like they should, Catherine Calhoun Dennis. Like this is good, but like. I, I mean, I don't know what expectations I had, but I would just say Bravo didn't kill it. Yeah. But going back to uh, Salt Lake City being the best show of 2020, I'd also have to say mm. that Cohabitation was also one of my favorite shows of 2020. And if you guys don't Those know- thousand percent one of my favorite shows. 100%. Like, if you guys don't know about it, don't worry, because we're about to tell you about it. It's written by- us you girls that's why it was so good and a homeboy of ours don which you guys he you guys have heard him on the podcast before but the funny part is cohabitation was birthed before this podcast i just called to say was Mm -hmm. but we were like oh my god it's so much work podcasting in 2018 what (laughs) it was hard and i we didn't have a lot of it fleshed out but the, well, okay, what's weird is I don't know if we wrote it during a fever dream, but we actually did have a lot of it fleshed out and then we just like forgot about it one day. And then Megan like reminded it. me, it was like, hey, I think we're gonna like get this back going. And, like we actually have like 15 episodes written. And I was like, what? No way. And, like went into the Google Doc and it's like, we had a full season. We had like scripts, we had it all done. and. I think you did a really great job this past season of you brought on actors, which was like a huge unlock because we were kind of we doing were it all. So guys, this is like a scripted podcast. In my mind, we have created the Quibi of podcasts. It's a scripted podcast yeah. that's like usually 10 minutes or less. And when we wrote this script, me, Don, and Colleen, we were like, we'll just try and voice these characters ourselves. And it was the most hilarious and most difficult dysfunctional thing ever. And Colleen literally moved to Philadelphia like the week right after we decided to do, like decided to record. <laughs> we'll have my snowball, but now we have these like really talented actors that are a part of the team. I'm like, oh my God, I can listen to them. Like all of their voices are my favorite voices in the world. And it's not just because they're reading stuff that we wrote. It's like, Oh, that's so talented. They can like communicate so much through just their voice. And it's so cool. I love the stories. Writing is my favorite. Like your writing alone is my favorite. Like when you write episodes um, that I voice for Mo, like 
it is you speaking like it is you speaking for whatever alter ego this is of you but I feel girl so much (laughs) like I love Mo a lot I think a lot of it comes from when I was a kid I had a show called the Colleen show and I feel like Mo is just kind of like if that energy kept going into adulthood and like that flower was bloomed (laughs) Even though that everyone thought was you're a Rocky because they assume you're vegan. Yeah. I know. I know. I went more, I put a different direction, but I feel like that's like that iteration is like so fun. Like, I think that Mo's a really, really great character. I definitely relate to her in the sense of like that, like, what am I doing? Like she's, so she moves from New York, she's in Charleston and she's kind of like trying to like reestablish herself. And it's like, Having moved around a lot, I definitely can relate to that. And yeah. Says the girl who moves almost every two years. Two years. Yeah. I um was trying to make friends on Friday. I'd say moderate success. Got one number, but hey. And this girl was like, Yeah, we've moved around a lot. And this girl's like, Oh, I was like your husband in the military. (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, are you a doctor? No. Traveling nurse. Traveling nurse? No, no. No. I actually work in supply chain. I was like, no, I just don't have anything to have to me to anything any at any time. So I love yeah. it. Yeah. Cohabitation's been like a really fun, great project though to keep up with throughout all this craziness. It's been like an amazing outlet. Everyone should go check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. I love introducing it to my friends because now that it's like all that first season's out, they can binge it. And then I'll get like a series of texts as they hear it and be like, oh my God, this part, oh my God, this part. And they'll like remind you of jokes that I forgot. And it's fun getting to like get that feedback. People relive it. You know what, you guys, don't you worry about it. We've said enough. We will just play a clip of it for you right here and right now. So roll the clip, Grace. Also, great as <laughs> a, a voice on this show as well. Guys, you'll oh get all the cast over the course of this season. This season of I Just Called to Say is truly the getting to know you season. So you'll get to know some of the castmates from Cohabitation as you listen to the episodes. And you'll also get to know just more about Colleen and I through the course of our writing style. Um, so yeah, roll the clip, Grace! Cohabitation, noun. It could be defined as the state of living together and having a sexual relationship without being married. Couples increasingly prefer cohabitation to marriage. It could also be defined as the state or fact of living or existing at the same time or in the same place. A harmonious cohabitation with other living creatures. Grimmed into the house, but it's our celebration of living with each other. Cohabitation. You know we go back like four flats on Cadillacs, and it's rent, huh? We might not be paying that, still a whole lot of love. Eight four three is where we at. Let me tell you what's the buzz. Kick back and relax. Like. It's always a good time, just you and I. Airwaves on your station. Cohabitation. Hello, welcome, and come on in. Dust your feet off on the welcome mat and allow me to get you acquainted with the homeowners. Brendan, 
tall, black, and handsome, is leaning in the doorway of the guest room of the home he recently purchased. He lives with his longtime girlfriend, Raquel, and his cousin, Mo, has moved in as well, despite Brendan's wishes. But we'll get to that later. Now Brendan sifts through a stack of mail as Raquel wafts incense in the air. Brendan's face swells like he's having a mild allergic reaction due to the smell. <laughs> I mean, can we please open a window? Raquel, also known as Rocky, sits crisscross applesauce in the middle of the room next to a small gong. In the corner of the room is a giant, dusty old-school Mac desktop computer, circa 2002. What was supposed to be a home office for Rocky's homeopathic business has now turned into a hippie hemp hideout. A haze of dust and smoke sets the scene. Babe. That stuff is really messing with my allergies. I'm I'm like 71% sure I'm allergic to incense. What happened to all those nice candles I bought you? Oh, I really liked them, but I was reading this article in Jezebel, and apparently the CEO of the company that owns them is like a huge misogynist. Or racist. Or was it that he embezzled a ton of money from nursing homes? I, you know, I can't remember, but it was something that I just could not support anymore. I had to throw them all out. Really? What's the company? Hmm? Do they, do they make anything else we own? What's the name of the CEO? Oh, uh, I can't really remember. <laughs> I just remember that those candles were so bad, so I had to trash them. Ugh. Now, I knew this heifer would ignore the small print. She rarely reads a full article. Okay. Well, those incense make my eyes burn, so we can take a stance against that as well. Raquel dramatically blows out the incense. About time. Happy? It's not personal, honey. You know I respect your activism. I just also like to be able to see in my own house. Our house. You're right. Our house. Speaking of which, it looks like we got some mail from uh, Wells Fargo. Mr. Brendan Smith and Mrs. Raquel Llewellyn Smith. Yeah. <laughs> I... I am so sick of getting these trash credit card offers. We aren't even married, and we already got banks trying to sink us in unnecessary debt. (laughs) Raquel aggressively leaps across the room like a spider monkey and grabs the envelope out of his hand. What? Oh, I want to see that. (laughs) Rocky, it's it's not that special. It's just a junk credit card. This isn't something to put in your scrapbook. (laughs) See? I'll show you. Brendan takes the envelope back and starts to rip open the mail. Raquel stops him again. Oh, all right. You know what? I believe you. It's just trash. You don't even need to open it. Aw, someone just can't take the heat of being a little wrong. (laughs) It's okay, sweetie. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. You'll see. Look, it's just an introduction letter. Before you say anything, I'm going to take care of it. Rocky, what is this? I didn't know they sent paper statements. I I thought Wells Fargo went green. Brendan continues to open the mail from Wells Fargo. As he speaks, he realizes that instead of the offer he was expecting, it's actually a very large credit card statement. Raquel's eyes widen with each line he reads as she's watching in complete horror as she realizes, oh, he got her ass. Why is my name on this? $8,000? Minimum payment $170? $7,965, actually. In classic fashion, Mo was eavesdropping and overheard the altercation through the thin walls that separate her room and the guest's bedroom. Shut up, Mo! Raquel, how did this happen? 
Raquel bursts into tears and starts to pace around the room filled with various homeopathic tools. Now, child, we've got crystals, wind chimes, books about Reiki, and of course that giant map that just sits completely unused. I, I, I just needed to get the business started. Nobody is going to pay me for spiritual and physical health counseling if I don't have the space and tools to back it up. I got the offer in my inbox one day, and it just sounded so good, and then, and I didn't even have credit at that point, so I used your name when I was signing up, and then things got overwhelming, and every time I tried to pay it off, something else came up, and I was going to pay it off before you even found out, but... Mm-hmm. Chase Visa. They got me too, sis. Been there. Done that. Everyone hears you loud and clear, Monique. You broke bitch. Brendan bangs on the wall between her room and them. Quiet, Mo! Rocky, you put us into credit card debt to start your business. Okay, yes, but according to my tarot reading... No, no, none of that white girl stuff, not now. Maybe later, but not now. I don't want to hear about how these mystical cards that got us in this situation are also providing veiled messages that we will get out of this. I'm a black man with a 790 credit score. I'm a unicorn, babe. $8,000 a credit card debt? That's not in my five-year budget plan. We got to take action right now. I I have a few client leads that I really believe are going to be big, babe. Absolutely not. (laughs) We need something that we can count on. Raquel, Raquel, you've given this holistic business months of your time and now thousands of dollars that you, correction, we don't have. Brendan stays hella pissed, but he breathes through the anger as he thinks back to 2016 when Raquel single-handedly supported them financially. I mean, 2016 was a bitch. Need I remind you what happened? Trump was elected, and then weeks later, Brendan quit his job unbeknownst to Rocky. And I know you had good intentions. Uh, Starting your own business is hard, and you put a lot of great energy towards it. But, honey, this is bad. We need to fix it. We can discuss what to do about the business later, but... For now, we need to figure out what we're going to do about this bill. Come on, we've been through worse. I never even registered my LLC. The paperwork was so long and confusing. And, hey, maybe I can sell some of these crystals. And I could go back to Ubering a few days a week. We're going to need to do more than sell a few crystals. Uh, We could rent this room out. Like, having someone rent this room will help knock this bill down faster than anything else. Plus, we'll save more on our bills. Is it Moe's rent check enough to help us out? Brendan rolls his eyes as he hears Moe's <laughs> shady laughter from her bedroom. <laughs> Come on. She hasn't paid a full month's rent the entire time she's been here. She's about four months behind on rent. We can't count on her to get us out of this debt. We need to clean this room out and get someone in here ASAP. Okay, okay. But first, I need to cleanse the room's energy. And then I'll need to make an appointment with Sheena to come over and help arrange bedroom furniture with the right feng shui. But we can't do that until the moon's next waxing lunar cycle, so... Baby, baby. Unless the next waxing lunar cycle is this evening, all of that is going to have to wait. We're cleaning out this room tonight. And Mo is going to help! Okay, fine. I'll order the pizza. Tempeh, onion, and mushroom? And I'll do a personal pan pepperoni pizza with truffle oil. Just put her on my tab. Now, about that tab, according to my records, Mo owes $1,200 in back rent, $375 for Instacart and Uber Eats orders, not to mention the $99 she asked to borrow from Rocky each month for her Rent the Runway subscription. And now this heifer wants a $20 overpriced personal pan pizza! 
Like, Brendan and Rocky have been enabling Monique's squatter status since she arrived. She showed up unannounced crying on their doorstep after she got kicked off the set of a Geico commercial in less than 15 minutes. Meanwhile, I think she could make a ton of money modeling earrings with those big-ass ears that hear everything, but that's just my opinion. All right, Mo. And Rock, no more secrets, okay? No more secrets. Promise. I'm sorry. I just got in over my head. I was just trying to make this business work. The worse it got, the harder it was to tell you. I love you, Brendan. I love you too. Raquel dials to order pizza. Brendan tears the portion of the envelope addressed to their marital names and puts it inside of his wallet behind his ID. Oh, if these walls could talk. Then again, that's what I'm here for. Never a dull moment in this house, you'll hear. Well, join us as we listen in on another episode of Cohabitation.